Hi, this is Michael Learned, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, along with our guest Amy Stock, Amy Stock, Missy, from the Bill and Ted movies, Bill and Ted Face the Music, will be released on Tuesday, September 1st. Amy's other film and TV credits include Soul Man, Summer School, Guts and Glory, The Rise and Fall of Oliver Stone, Days of Our Lives, Dallas, and the Gunsmoke reunion movies. Amy was sharing a few memories of working with James Arness, Michael Learned, and Richard Kiley on the Gunsmoke reunion movies as we went to break, as we pick up the conversation. They brought back a lot of the character actors from the original series Mm -hmm. onto these movies of the week. And every time he would see someone he used to work with, oh, go up, hug them, hi, and they'd choke. And and it was a lot of fun to watch these people and their relationships. And the, the other thing about Jim, he was a World War II veteran and got his knees, from what I understand, badly shot up and he was in a lot of pain for the rest of his life and the first time I met him he had you know the Dylan hat on and the coat and a pair of tennis shoes (laughs) (laughs) so he's sitting in a set chair and he's got his tennis shoes on and then they tell him you know if we're ready for you on set and they take the tennis shoes off they put the cowboy boots on and he walks to his horse and that's all it took to go from Jim Arness to Matt Dillon just just changing his shoes yeah, no. <laughs> he walked to the horse, and he was the character, and you were right in the scene with him, and he was just, just so giving as an actor, and, and really cool. And the, the best memory for my parents used to come a lot on location and, and watch the shoot. And when I got to introduce my dad to Jim Arnett, the look on my dad's face was priceless. It was like he was finally meeting. Someone, you know, he was such a huge fan of Jim's and finally meeting a television idol of his. It was really cute. I think one of the other people from the original show that Jim brought back was Pat Hingle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a cool episode. Yeah, Pat Hingle, I would call him a money-in-the-bank actor, Amy, in that no matter what you asked him to play, whether you asked him to play a villain or a good guy or a you know crusty old codger or whatever, you knew that he would deliver and bring something that maybe you didn't expect. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was the feud episode he played. <laughs> For some reason, I remember him sitting in a bathtub in one of the scenes <laughs> and, you know, barking orders to his, his son. Yeah, I and that's what I mean is that I, I was – so lucky in that I got to watch these people work. I got some of the best acting lessons ever by just observing. And anybody who does film and television, they might know what I'm talking about, is that I love being on set. Mm-hmm. I'm not someone who goes and hangs in my trailer or what, why would I want to go sit in a mobile home when there's magic happening out on yeah. set? So I usually hang out and I watch, even on some of my days off, I would go if I knew a certain person was working that I wanted to see. And I, you know, love making friends with the camera crew because the camera is something that fascinates me as well. And they let me look behind the lens and they teach me all about the camera. Uh, And just being privy to watching these great character actors work was the best acting lessons I've ever had in my life. So, again, very lucky. Years ago, we had a chance to talk to Mike Connors 
Amy, and he, he was telling us like the difference between, say, when you were starting your career and what often happens today when actors start their career is that for whatever reason, when you visit a set today, everyone is, as soon as they say cut, everyone moves in different directions. You know, they go to their trailer or they, or they, or they go to their phone. Whereas when you started your career, it was like the, the last vestiges of that great era of Hollywood television movie filmmaking where actors, they would hang out with each other on the set in between takes and they would yep. they would tell stories and uh okay may, they might also say okay i had a bad day on the golf course yesterday but still they're, they're telling stories and there's an esprit de corps that is often lost today and it sounds like you know when you started your career you knew what you were what you wanted to do starting off your career but you're also wise enough to realize i'm surrounded by all this experience i want to soak in as much as i can you know, from working with these people. Oh, definitely. I And I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, yes, I think, and friends of mine, uh, we lament this all the time, is that I believe that we were the last of the working actor era mm -hmm. where you could make a decent living by being a working actor. And I don't mean a star or a celebrity or any of that other BS, excuse me. But you were a working actor, mm -hmm. and you auditioned, and you got the role, and they paid you well. Uh, and that era is gone. Uh, yes, young actors today, they have so many different ways to get their talents out there, but it's mostly self-generated. And that's tough. It's going to be tough. Uh, things are going to change a lot now because of this pandemic. We're not ever going to go back to traditional anything. Yeah. We all have to understand that. But when I was in my the heyday of my career, yeah, we did hang out. We did learn from each other. We rehearsed in between takes. Uh, when I did Murder, She Wrote, which was another cool show, uh, I remember I used to always bring cross-stitch to the set because I loved cross-stitching and it was a good thing that, you know, kind of mindless activity and if I could put it down and not worry about where I was. And so I'm sitting there on set just cross-stitching and all of a sudden someone comes up next to me and goes, my, that's lovely. What a lovely <laughs> pattern. And I looked and it was Angela Lansbury. So, yeah, we're, we're in scene together, but here we are off set waiting for our next take and we're talking cross-stitch. I love that. I, I love that about about this community that I've been so blessed to work in, and I that never goes away. I don't ever want it to go away. I, I see what you mean, though. You know, they yell cut, and everybody's off in their own directions, checking their phones, checking their Twitter. Not everybody. I mean, there are still people who have fun and communicate and love that, and that's great. Uh, and that would be my advice to young actors is, Man, you know, check your phone at lunch if you have to, but in between takes, sit down and be on set, be ready to go, be quiet, but talk with each other. You know, that's, that's where you're going to learn the most. I have been told that Angela Lansbury was the Rolls Royce of people. <laughs> I would agree with that. <laughs> That she's just so she's so cool. Yeah, I mean she she rocks. Let's put it that yeah. way. She just does everything. And yes, very nice. 
Although, from just listening to you uh, share some stories about the other shows you worked on, it, it sounds like we could put James Arness, Hagman, and Patrick Duffy in that care, in that category as well. Oh, you know, yes, and and I honestly, Ed, I I honestly can't think in the majority of my work, I can't think of one person that didn't fit that mold. Yeah, because, and I know I've heard horror stories and and all that stuff, but. I guess I was lucky not to have encountered a lot of that. Mm -hmm. I understand that. But the people I worked with and the scenes we did together and the camaraderie offset, I honestly can't think of one person that spoiled it all for me. So, and I guess that's pretty good to say after an almost 42-year career. Amy Stock is on the line with us. She's sharing some memories of her career as an actress in film and television. Amy will be appearing with Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter in Bill and Ted Face the Music, the third film in the Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure series. Bill and Ted Face the Music will be released Tuesday, September 1st. You can follow Amy Stock on Twitter and on Instagram. Amy is also an adjunct instructor at four universities. You teach theater. You teach theater, and if I remember correctly, you'll, you'll tell me if I got this wrong, you teach theater theory. But I would imagine your experience as an actress, working actress, four decades working actress, you've got the practical that enhances whatever you teach your students about the theory. Oh, definitely. Uh, definitely. I, I've always maintained, and I tell my students this, uh, I'm an actor and a scholar, and you can't have one without the other. That theory informs practice, and practice proves theory. So you can't have one without the other. And yes, I teach a variety of courses. I teach acting for the camera uh, at um, at AMDA, along with courses like politics and plays of the 1960s and 70s. I created a class for AMDA called Women Writers of Literature and Theater to rediscover the lost female narratives. I also teach theater history and theory, like you said, uh, and I teach critical writing at NIFA for their MFA candidates. I teach a variety of courses, but through all of those, even the practical performing courses and all of the theory history courses, I always infuse my lessons with what I've learned on the set, because if I can tie theater history or politics and plays, if I can tie the spirit of those eras into what you're doing now as an actor, then it becomes far more important for them. And I always say, how are you going to expect to even remotely understand theater or film if you don't study and understand the people who came before you and invented the things you were trying to do? So... Because a lot of times young students, uh, young student actors can't see the value of what has come before. And it's my job to help them to see the value of history and that history is always alive. History is always changing. Theories are always changing. And you've got to understand where they morph out of and how they can be used by you in your career. And if anything, as a teacher, I'm, I'm quite proud of that, that I do have the practical experience, and I do infuse all of my classes with that experience. In light of the shutdown, are you teaching virtually now? 
I would imagine that. I mean, I have a I I have a sister who's a teacher. She does not teach at the collegiate level. She teaches at the middle school level. But I know from talking to her, in a lot of ways, her day has become longer because not all of her students have access to the internet at the, at the same time. So she ends up having to teach like the same curriculum twice every day. Uh, I mean, has, has that affected you in any sense? I, mean, I would imagine it could be very challenging to teach uh, virtually all the time. It is. Uh, spring semester was a nightmare. Uh, one of my, one of my um, universities, Concord University in West Virginia, that's a class that I've been teaching online for years. So that was, there was no difference mm-hmm. there. But LMU, AMDA, and NIFA all went online all the same time, and nobody knew what they were doing at first. We're all jumping on Zoom and, you know, Google Classroom and trying to figure it all out. And then the biggest surprise for me was, wait, you mean students who have their phones in their hands 24-7 can't figure out <laughs> how to Zoom? <laughs> I, was, I was just, I was never <laughs>
Head to Sephora and check out some of the amazing products from Drunk Elephants, like their Proteiny Polypeptide Cream. It's one of the lightest feeling, hardest working firming moisturizers around. Or their Debronzy Sunshine Drops, a bronzing serum loaded with peptides and omega fatty acids. And if you mix the two together, you get a skincare smoothie with a barrier strengthening shot of peptides and antioxidants. So your skin looks firmer and healthier with a bronzy glow. Shop Drunk Elephant Skincare now, exclusively at Sephora. Amy Stock is on the line with us. Amy Stock, actress, educator, adjunct instructor at four universities. Amy's reprising her role as Missy, Bill Preston's stepmom in Bill and Ted Face the Music. Bill and Ted Face the Music becomes available on Tuesday, September 1st. I understand you are working on a book, or you've been working on a book, about the practical directing career of theater theorist Herbert Blau. What can you tell us about that? Uh, that was my dissertation. Oh, okay. Uh, and I was working on it as a book. I had some interest in it for publication a couple of years ago uh, through a very good publishing company in London, and then it turned out to be too specific for them. So I kind of dropped that. I know as a Ph.D. you're supposed to publish or perish, but you know what, folks? I don't I don't know that I have that in me anymore. I, I don't know. We'll see. Lots of ideas floating around on how I'm going to reinvent teaching theater history from a far more diverse perspective. There might be an article in that somewhere. But the book I'm actually now going to work on is my career story. Oh, okay. Uh, I think, as I said, looking back on them, I'm going, wow, yeah, I kind of had some really amazing experiences. Maybe I should write those down. So that is the book that I am thinking of starting up. Well, if you start that book and finish that book and are ready to release that book, come back and visit us on TV Confidential. I would love to, Ed. That would be great. Amy Stock plays uh, Missy in uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Bill and Ted Face the Music will be released Tuesday, September 1st. You can follow Amy Stock, S-T-O-C-H, Amy Stock on Twitter and Instagram. Amy, thank you so much for joining us. You bet, Ed, and hey, everybody, be excellent to each other out there. Take care of each other, okay? We'll continue our DVD and streaming report when we come back on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.